Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to be talking about the first episode of Chernobyl, it is episode one of a miniseries from HBO, it is uh, five episodes, it is about the Chernobyl disaster, it's pretty obvious from the title. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I don't know, there was a movie called Chernobyl a few years ago and it was a, it was a found footage horror movie set in the remains <laughs> of Chernobyl. <laughs> I bet it was terrible. I never saw it, but it looked terrible. Why didn't you do it on Screams? This was pre-Screams. So when you say a few years ago, you mean quite a few years ago now. Well, I've been doing Screams for about three years. That yeah, exactly. Four years Beyond... is just a, a few. Mm, you're pushing it. Is this really how we're going to start this? We're going to start this with you critiquing my use of the word few? Apparently so. Yeah, so we'll start spoiler-free because it is in episode one, although... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> people might die. Chernobyl happened. Yeah, not 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 a super spoiler in that sense. Uh, that's it. I'll maybe keep some things just for for post spoilers, just for the sake of it. But uh, yeah, so we 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 have this five episode series here, and uh, it starts kind of a couple of years later, but there's a sort of wrap around you know later day scene, and then it cuts back to the night Chernobyl happens, and there's no build up to it. It, it literally just kind of starts the night that it the the explosion yeah. happened and kind of it is all the, the the first like reactions um i think more than anything else i would describe this first episode as a series of two things one this is a bad idea why are you doing this? this is a bad idea and two people in charge making insane decisions based on assumptions and wrong information <laughs> I was getting yeah. angry watching this episode. I was getting angry at people in this because they were just like, oh, I'll be fine. It's just this. It's hysterical. Of course the core's still there. Why wouldn't it be there? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> and time and time again, I wanted to punch people in the face. I'm like, every single time someone makes a decision like that in this episode, you're literally like sentencing more people to die. <laughs> like that is what's happening throughout. Yes. Um, so, uh, what did you did you like the first episode? Did you like Chernobyl? Uh, I liked it. I, I thought it was alright. I don't think it's. I, I don't quite understand the hype that that seems to be around it from uh, other reviews. Yeah, like this is you know. Yeah, people are caught, like all the, all the other reviews that you know that I'd seen in the last you know week or so. You know, like, oh, this is amazing, fantastic, and like, you know, and, and like uh, the the reaction today seems to have been you know pretty damn positive. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all right, it's pretty good. But I'm, uh, I I think this is maybe part of the expectation. I'm just a little underwhelmed after having seen you know reactions. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I don't feel underwhelmed. I. I think it's really well directed. I think right from the opening scene, because the opening scene I felt a lot of promise because the way they handled just the introduction it was you know slow shots around this apartment and then it kind of comes into Jared Harris and then mm-hmm. you know we, we like it had a really sort of fitting tone and then the actual production of all the disaster stuff right you, you, there's a lot of disaster movie elements in here not so much like obviously these days as you say this disaster movie to a teenager they're thinking of Roland Emmerich's bullshit I'm talking like. You know, your Tower of Inferno, your Poseidons, your, uh, your sort of more, I hate to call those movies realistic, but more realistic than the day, the day after tomorrow, <laughs> you know? I get that. I think the problem is, I prefer my disaster movies a little bit cheesy. 
You wanted a cheesy story of no, no, Chernobyl no, disaster? No. I'm not saying this should have been cheesy. But don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely not saying that. I'm saying that if I am sitting down choosing to watch a disaster movie, I'm going to pick a cheesy one. I know. I, I, could be, I enjoy Volcano. <laughs> it's terrible, but I enjoy it. I love Volcano. First time I ever saw it's a Don Cheadle and something. I love it. Yeah. Look, I think there's a really great tone to this. Um, I think the direction's really strong. Um, my Honestly, my only complaint about the episode, my only complaint is that everyone has a thick English accent and it just gets worse as it goes on because eventually they call the director of the plant in, you know, because the middle of the night this happens and the director of the plant has the most, like, specific gruff accent of any of them. And it just, it sounds, oh, I don't know, it wasn't quite Cockney, but it was, like, just really thick. Yeah. And it, yeah. I was just like, why is everyone getting You know, because I know this is a, a co-production with Sky. It is, yeah. Uh, that so doesn't I excuse wonder, it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying it excuses it. I'm wondering if that's why there's so many, you know, Brits in there. I mean, no, I mean, like, if, if, that, if that's the decision, that's the decision. I'm just like, like, I mean, obviously, it should be in Russian. Let's be honest here. It just, it should be. Well, yeah. Are, it, are you saying you'd have at least, uh, you wanted at least the Russian accents? I wanted the accents. Give me the accents, at least. I wonder if they thought it would just be distracting. Like, everyone putting on a Russian accent and it feeling... Maybe that would have made it feel cheesy. Maybe. I, I I think the problem for me is that, okay, I can ignore the accents to a point, but see when they start saying the names of locations and like other characters' names, and they're just these like thick British accents saying, like, you know, Priapat and, you know, uh, Kozlov is coming down. I'm like... <laughs> like, it just it, every, every time they said a name, it took me out of it because this is not a Russian accent saying that name. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, I, I definitely get that. Um, so that that was definitely the, the the one big problem. I mean, I can overcome it. Like, I still enjoyed the episode a lot. I think there's a there's a foreboding tone to a lot of things. It does this great thing in the direction where it's constantly being very very making sure you're aware of particles and dust and anything that's just blown around in the air because you know that's kind of what's carrying stuff. What was dangerous yeah. right from the start. I think the first time it cuts to inside the plant, it's like you know that that classic sort of moment you have where someone walks up above the floor above and there's some dust from the floorboards coming down. Mm. It has that moment, and right away, but it really focuses on it, and it's just like you're very aware of particles, and that carries throughout the whole episode. Then the ending really goes for it, like with the yeah. final couple of moments. But um, I thought it was really well handled, uh, and mm -hmm. felt good. Uh, you got Jared Harris, of course, who's who's in there. Um, yes, he's great. He, uh, he also brought a hickey from the terror with him, who I did not recognize at first. It wasn't until he spoke that I recognised it was him. Because he's missing his ginger beard and hair. He's, he's only yeah. got like this, this short dark hair in this one. Um, and he was like an evil character in that show, so immediately I was like, I don't trust you. Yeah, but I mean, you could say that about any Russian. <laughs> <sighs> do, do, do we have to go down that path? Uh, it's too late now. Do we have to Done. go down this juvenile path? I want to have a, a proper discussion of the episode. Oh, yeah, we will, we will, but would we be doing uh, you know a, a core audience justice if there wasn't a little bit of just being juvenile <sighs> i do <laughs> any any russians should any, we have any russian viewers who are tuned in have already tuned out so i guess i guess they at this didn't point have a sense of humor <laughs> oh dear um so yeah so i'll, I'll say spoilers because i feel like at this point like how much can you say about Chernobyl without spoilers? I mean, there's definitely details I didn't know. There's no, sure, yeah. Like, like, I don't know how much I could have told you before this. I certainly did not 
I did not realize there was such a good story to tell about people cause making it worse. You know, I, I didn't I didn't necessarily know these details of like because there's a really because well, I think maybe one of the best scenes in the episode, and I think it was a testament to it is that it's very different from the rest of the episode, and that most of the episode is the you know people get into places they really shouldn't be, and then like, the the radiation kind of like building up and affecting people and no, people noticing things, mm. all that stuff's really good. So there's a lot of tension and all that kind of stuff. And there's this one character. Uh, uh, how do you say his name again? Dyatlov? Hang on, I'll have to have a look at it. Oh my god. Uh, He's in charge of the planet this night, right? He's the one in charge. Dyatlov? Dyatlov, yeah. Uh, He, he basically, immediately, people come and tell him things that are, they're clearly saying, hey, like, no, this completely gone. I think the core's exploded. And he's just like, oh, you're just, you're delirious. Like, take take him to med bay. (laughs) Take him to, you know, the infirmary. Get get out of my sight. He just he just does not listen to anyone who's telling him anything. He just refuses to believe that the problem's as big as it is. And there's a scene later on where this kind of comes to head, where the director of the plants come in uh, with his second in command, and we get this meeting of like the committee and the the, the local government or whoever, and they they kind of like explain what's going on. Like, oh, we're we're calling in like two to four thousand police, and I immediately thought, well, that's two to four thousand more people who might be dead by the end of this disaster. Yeah. Not not according to the Soviet government at the end, though. Uh, no, no, of course not, of course not. Do, do you know roughly how many they they claim died from this in total ever? <sighs> I think the the I think the the real estimate is around like ninety odd thousand in total. But they claim about thirty. Of course they do. Yeah. Um, well, that joke's funny actually. I was I was thinking of Stalker uh, as I was watching ah, okay. this yeah. because uh, if you if if you've not seen Stalker, Stalker uh, has a lot of allusions to uh, not an incident, incident as bad as this, but there was there were some incidents at plants in, in in Russia, and it was how they would handle it is they would you know they'd basically cut the the city off or the town off and not anyone in, and they'd claim it was for something that wasn't a you know <laughs> an accident or a, a potential hazard or you know whatever. Yeah. And but now we have this scene where someone in the room quite rightfully says because because throughout the entire episode they keep kind of like downplaying the Geiger counters and at one point uh, the guy like there's one guy who's like genuinely concerned on the team like other people I mean to be fair all the ones who are working under this asshole do seem to like feel the gravitas of the situation but there's this one guy with a mustache who is like. No, we tested it with the guy, the small giggers we have. They just broke. Uh, we've got the big one out of the, the safe. That just shorted out immediately. We got the fireman's uh, one that went up to 200. That maxed out at 200. And these people in charge, every single time he said any of these things, says, Oh, it's another faulty counter. It's another faulty one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> every time. Like, you know, it couldn't be. Well, maybe, maybe three examples wasn't enough to go, you know, you know, maybe these readings are accurate. Maybe, maybe something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'd think, wouldn't you? But, but there's this one sensible guy in the room who says, "No, the radiation is worse than that. There's people outside, like getting radiation, being sick. There's, there's, you know, we see firemen kind of falling over, and like the, he's talking about glowing and glistening, and they, they try and wave it off. It's like, ah, oh, low level radiation. It creates this effect. It's fine. It's the same. That that might be the only bit that's that's because you know uh, it's essentially the Northern Lights, right? Mm. Uh, you know, it, I don't think it does take much to actually cause that. Oh, it doesn't, but it's in conjunction with yeah, yeah, with everything, everything else. else. Yeah, like yeah. something's wrong. Um, 
And the old guy who's been really quiet uh, at the back of the room kind of speaks up and says, oh, you're very passionate about protecting the people. And the state's about protecting the people. So here's what we're going to do to protect the people. We're going to cut off the city. We're not evacuating. Because the guy says we should evacuate. We should not be adding more people yeah. to this problem. And you've got the other guy there going, hey, look, my wife's here. If I really thought it was this bad, do you really think I'd leave my wife here? Yeah. And this, you know, this, this head honcho, whoever he is, you know, working for the state, gets up and says... No, we're going to cut off the city, no evacuation, no one leaves, in fact. We're going to cut off the phones, no one can spread misinformation, and we will we will comfort the people by making sure we control them completely. And like the entire time, this entire scene is like, almost the real tragedy unfolding before your eyes is the decisions being made in this room. Yeah. You know, and then the the the, the guy you know, the Dyatlov, Dyatlov, <laughs> if I say these names properly, at the end of the scene, like he he insists that because it's, the, it's after this the guy with the mustache comes in and says, "Hey, this, this is all the Giga current reasons." They don't believe him. He's like, "I'm going to go up to the other building and look down at it because you can see the from there because the roof's done in now. I'll be able to see the core and see see what the damage is like." Hmm. And he doesn't even make it. He just starts vomiting there on the scene. Yeah, he passes out and they have yeah. to drag him away. And, and then they tell the mustache guy, hey, you go up and have a look. He's like, no, no, I'm not going up there. Yeah, and they basically force him. They have a guard kind of escort him up there. Yeah. Um, It's just, a, it's, it's kind of a, like, it, it's, it's a really great story. I think that's worth telling. Which, and hopefully this is relatively accurate. to. I'm sure some of the characters are maybe different to I who think they it's are. supposed to be meticulously researched. Yeah. Um, um, from, but what, there, from what I heard. But, you know, there's the whole attitude here of like let's just assume it's not as bad as it as it could be without actually knowing. I feel like that's a a lesson that could be applicable to other things. Hmm. Maybe maybe global things. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> maybe things that, that that might cause a similar effect to some radiation. Yeah. <laughs> some burns here or there. Oh, I see the burns in this. See, like the the guy who holds the door open, and he, like uh, he, yeah. he comes away, and he just starts bleed, like bleed, blood just starts like sort of soaking through his shirt from inside, and it's like, oh man, that's radiation. Yeah. He's and gone. like confusion as to what it was because there was no, it is like a burn, but there is nothing hot. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's good. It's horrifying. It's a horror story. It's a horror it story mixed with this like what I'm assuming is a fairly true uh, story of the the incompetence and arrogance of people in charge you'd like to think so not that you want it to, to this oh this is horrifying but you know for this mm. for the sake of the story you almost want it to be true because it's extra it's got an extra edge to it if this is realistic oh, right? it's, it's, it's real it's well told but this is the thing even if even if this isn't if someone says to me nah there's a lot of embellishment here about these characters i'd be like the fact that i can believe this and i can believe it yeah, says everything probably about what you uh, need to know. It's everything about middle management, isn't it? Because yeah. um, Jared Harris, you know, the, the show opens with him committing suicide like two years later. He, uh, yeah, he records tapes, like basically going through the incident. I mean, we only get to hear like, the, the final little speech of it, but he hides them outside and then hangs himself. And you know, he's going to hang himself because uh, he he loses his cat like five days worth of food, like out in bowls. Yeah, um, and he, he that hangs cat's himself. eaten all in one day because cats probably. are terrible. He probably will, but he'll be he'll be fed for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like like 
that, that set up things, and Gerard Harris doesn't even come back into it. It's not until because the whole thing takes place over the night. It's like, it starts off at like one thirty a.m. More specifically, probably the the name of the episode, isn't it? Yeah, one one twenty three forty five specifically, which I guess I, I skipped over and didn't say earlier on. Um, but you know, obviously that's the time. That's the exact time it, it happened. Yeah, uh, which I loved how they, they they showed this actually. It was just you know the woman in the apartment, and it's just this flash of light at the window. Yeah, uh, and then a couple of seconds later, you hear the boom. Like you know, it, it takes a little bit for the sound to hit. Um, I like that. No, that's good. It showed some distance from it. It showed distance. It also showed kind of like just how random and unexpected it was. Like you know, she was not yeah, aware yeah. that it was going to be a problem. She's just going about her night. She's up up for the toilet. You know. Yeah, exactly. Half one. So, no, I like that. But Jared Harris doesn't show up until towards the end. They phone him in the morning, say, "Hey, you're an expert on these uh, reactor reaction cores, right? Like you, you, you're an expert." And he's like, "Yes." And he, you know, he asks a couple of questions. Like, oh, what, what are the reading saying? And the reading that they have been saying all episode, because every, every time someone says, oh, on the three point something scale, it's going all the way up to the end." Like everyone that's in charge that we've been talking about making inept decisions keeps saying, "Oh, that's not great, but it's not horrible." Jared Harris gets that same reading at the end of the episode. And he says, "Oh, that's pretty bad, actually. We should probably evacuate." <laughs> that's the first thing he says. Because, and that's the thing: when they're saying it all episode, we have no reason to doubt them. Yeah, we don't. Uh, yeah, unless you're someone who actually knows about this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, they're going. Yeah, it's not great, but yeah, it's not in disastrous levels. And I'm like, sure, that's plausible for there's there is bound to be a number on this scale that is not good but isn't an emergency right oh sure and even right after it he says well limit shifts to six hours implying that if if you're there for more than six hours it would become a problem yeah yeah uh, but by limiting the shifts that okay exposure just tone it down think things will be all right but jared but, harris yeah. hears this at the end uh legazov is his character uh he, he hears this at the end and immediately says oh no evacuate that's terrible evacuate evacuate everything <laughs> get everyone away from it and that's that's the other thing like as soon as like there's a problem at the start um Deatov in charge he says call the fire brigade call people in he he brings more people to the scene and immediately my alarm bells are going off like don't bring more people to the scene this is a bad idea yeah <laughs> i would say of maybe a key few people because um you know i'm assuming that a lot of this story here is a obviously the tragedy of what does happen but also um because, because I mean, there is at least some manner of success in that it didn't actually, you know, go right. There wasn't actually, no, yeah, a, not entirely. Yeah, it, it wasn't a complete total nuclear event. Um, yeah. so they do have some success, and there's some sacrifices to have that success, of course. But, um, so I, I assume that'll be, you know, a, a story that that'll be kind of heart wrenching. The sacrifice of the people, because that's the thing. Like all, all these people working there, a lot of them seem like sensible people who are rightly scared of what's going on. And this guy in charge just keeps hand waving. He just goes like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's fine." Middle management is the worst. Yeah, it's terrible. And you know, Jared Harris at the end, he's basically told to shop. He's like, "Hey, you're asked here. Yeah, answer questions if asked, and nothing else." And he's like, "That's a serious <laughs> evacuate immediately." Um, yeah. And the the state of trapped the government in this in this place, and that's that's what we're doing. Um, and the final shot, so like you know, we we follow the the cloud going towards all the the, the basically the the housing area of yeah. the city. And uh, we see a bird drop dead as the final shot, just kind of neatly. Yeah, it, it's a really well shot though. I, I thought it looked good pretty much the entire time. It did, yeah, definitely. Um, but it feels like you, the money's there. The money's been spent on this. Yeah, uh, it's only five episodes as well, so it's not like. Uh, oh yeah. You know, it's not like they're having to spend a, a stupid amount continuously. It's like, oh, we can we can splash out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you've got some big actors in there. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård is going to appear, although he's not popped up yet. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah and you know i think uh you know i like some of those again the small touches like uh you know because uh what's his face from the terror um hickey hickey thank you do you know i was trying to think of his name when i was watching i kept saying sweeney in my head I kept thinking it was Sweeney, and I was like, oh, that's, that's Hickey. Uh, that's Hickey. That's, uh, that's American God, you're thinking. Is it? Mad Sweeney, isn't it? Uh, maybe. Maybe that's, where, <laughs> maybe that's where the confusion's coming from. You just went really English there, in it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> in it. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? Oh, uh, dear. Um... But no, uh, I thought it was really well done. I thought it was really. I'm actually looking forward to the rest of this now, um, and it neatly fits in before our TV schedule gets busy, which is really nice. It just it neatly, neat slot. I'm in. definitely uh, not enjoying it as much as you. I think it's it's good. Like, you know, objectively, I I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Uh, accent thing aside, I can agree with. Yeah, the accents. It just, yeah. it just didn't quite hook me in the way it seems to have other people. So a little disappointing. Yeah, no, I'm not into it. Uh, I thought it was ten, so that was well directed. Um, it's like you know, but it got to like that that scene the 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 bunker room, right? Which, but of course, they're they've got a safety room that's safe from radiation. Of course, they do. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the casual mention of oh, we built this to survive nuclear attacks from from the US. <laughs> Again, uh, yeah. and yeah. and and an English accent sounded really weird. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. And this guy has a really thick, specific accent. Um. But like when I got to that scene and I was getting angry, like I was feeling angry. I was like, "Oh, this 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 has got me fairly hooked because I'm feeling quite passionate about these assholes yeah, in this room." I, ne- I never got that. Yeah. I never got that feeling of like uh, you know being angry at them. Yeah, I, I was getting really upset with these people, and maybe it is because it's based on a true story, and people theoretically did make these these choices. And uh, yeah, so um, and obviously this is maybe the sort of thing that within Russia they might never make because they don't want to necessarily expose <laughs> the, the the truth behind things. Yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, this is uh, more willing to... Because uh, there's even a, a scene in the, the hospital where the, the, the nurse or the, the doctors, to the other doctors, like, do we have iodine, like, uh, you know, tablets? And uh, he's like, why would we stop those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh boy. That, it, it makes me, obviously not in, as major, actually. It's, it's weird to say the Titanic's minor in this sense, but it reminds me of Titanic where they were just so arrogant to not have enough lifeboats. But like, ah, no, no, that's not happen. Fine. Yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Why, why would we need that? It's fine. Um, yeah, I'm with you. You know, so, um, so yes, this is the this is the Titanic of TV shows. Not my words. <laughs> sure. Winning all the Emmys, Jared Jared Harris is going to be holding up his hands, saying he's king of the world for the Emmys this year. <laughs> it almost certainly will win Emmys. Actually. Uh, I actually mentioned as well. I did actually. I thought the uh, old age makeup on him in the opening scene, which was subtle because it was only a couple of years later, uh, it was perhaps more to do with uh, being sick, maybe. But I thought it actually looked quite effective. Yeah, it, you yeah, know, it didn't stick out to me as um, looking fake. It, it looked like he'd actually progressed from what I, I think of as Jared Harris looking now, kind of natural. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. So it was it was just a nice subtle effect, and I thought, oh, that's actually really you know, that's given that in some you know movies or whatever you'll see like uh, the old age version, or or an arrow you'll see the one streak of grey hair to show that they're twenty years older. Um, yeah, maybe a couple of wrinkles. This is clearly Felicity, age fifty five. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> She's so dying her hair, like every every three days. 
Oh dear. Um, but yeah, no, I like this uh, first episode. So I mean, assuming Connor is still a game, uh, we will definitely be back next week. Yeah. I think I would be either way, but yeah. So we'll be back next week, uh, and we'll talk about episode two. Uh, but that episode was really good. So by all means, let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the the, the Twitters at Mail underscore Fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to Patreon.com slash MailFuzzTV. We can support us for as little as a dollar per month and get bonuses, get some stuff early and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can also, of course, rate us on, uh, if you're on the audio feed listening to the iTunes version specifically, you can rate us on iTunes and give us a little review and uh, that helps spread the show around. But uh, thank you very much for watching or listening. I always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?